You are now listening to the Hexgrid Heroes Podcast Network. For sci-fi, Pokemon, high fantasy, or horror, check us out wherever you get podcasts and online at hexgridheroes.com. Okay, I'm going to start this session of Triaxian Nights off with a question. Uh, with me, as uh, now usual, Sean, Tracy, and Eric. Uh, this one's probably going to be more for Sean and Tracy. Um, today's Thursday as we record this. Mm -hmm. uh, what day is that in the Pathfinder setting? Oath Day. Yep, Oath Day. Yes. Uh, not in Starfinder. Today is fourth day. That's stupid. Fuck that. Yeah, it yeah, goes. <laughs> it, it goes, and I'm not kidding, starting from what we call Monday, first day, second day, third day, fourth day, fifth day, sixth day, seventh day. I'm going to guess Spock wrote the calendar. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was, I don't know what podcast I was listening to, but they were, uh, talking about like, oh, you know, happy, happy toil day. I'm like, oh, I wonder if Starfinder updated things. This isn't an update or an upgrade <laughs> at all. I was, I was extremely disappointed by this. And, uh, as someone that plays an Android, it's fun to hear you voice your displeasure over that, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, uh, the months are the same, so that's what, let me, let me, uh, Abadeus, Calistriel, Farast, Gozrin, Desnus, Serenith, Erastus, Erodus, Rova, Lamashan, Neth, Kuthona. Is that accurate to your Pathfinder brains? Because yeah. all those, those are all Pathfinder gods, I didn't recognize a single yeah. Starfinder. Mm -hmm. So that hasn't changed, but, uh. Apparently, in the gap, they lost all sense of uh... creativity. Creativity, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we have laser guns, and we can uh, craft beings out of uh, material components, but we can't be bothered to have cool names for the days of the week. So, yeah, uh, going forward, I'm not going to keep track of a calendar, but. Uh, do not ever feel forced to use Starfinder's Days of the Week. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start using so, uh, that in my real life. Yeah? Yeah. Happy fifth day, everyone. You guys want to remake? You want to remake uh, Manic Monday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's just Manic One Day, so. <laughs> so, yes, uh, that's the question of this week. Uh, we're going to get right back into it. Last time, uh, camping out after you, uh, Occam and Rhapsody, rescued a young Patra male from perfectly warranted incarceration. Uh, Brasha, purveyor of artifacts, is now law-bound and uh, partially deputized by Rhapsody to uh, join their search for the Triaxian Knights. After two days of basically unhindered travel across the plains, the group has arrived in a quaint, walled-up hamlet of Badzion, and you've walked through the muddy village to the local inn and hotel the pixie arms uh walking up to the uh foyer a uh, a, a goblin is tossed through a glass window and they uh, is promptly ushered into this noisy establishment inside the refreshments are flowing and spirits are high the welcome mat as you walk in hums beneath your boots and the mud is uh scrubbed clean sonically and uh, once you've gotten past the threshold, Jax, the goblin man, 
shuts the doors behind you. Now I just need one second to re-listen to that voice. Okay, it's that annoying voice. <laughs> Sit wherever you want, but the bar's kind of full. We got Brutaris tonight, so things are a little nuts. And uh, he scampers back to the long bar on the right, climbing up a uh, particularly sturdy dromada in overalls and uh, just starts topping off drinks for those that are sitting at the bar. Uh, what are those two words that you used? Brutaris. Uh, and dromada. And dromada. Brutaris. Yeah, Brutaris is one of the only sports uh, named in the Starfinder. Uh, setting and I don't really have a bullshit uh, uh, um, analog for it. It's just sci-fi sport. And I, if we, if you guys want to explore that uh, sometime, we can uh, sit down and hash out what we think Brutaris is. But uh, it was just a fun little thing, and I didn't want to say Magball uh, and a Dramata. Uh, Akim, as you're walking in, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna give this to you, a Dramata. Nothing. What's Dramata with you? <laughs> Where's that picture? This is a new race that you can play from the Alien Archive 3 by Paizo. Nope. Uh, I was hoping you'd love faster than that. That. A cloven foot bipedal brown furred being basically looks like uh, Shaggy Star -Star from Scooby Doo. And Jar Jar had a love child. Uh, not a very attractive uh, <laughs> being, maybe. <laughs> Jar Jar's a great thing. <laughs> yeah, Jar Jar. A uh, Jar Jar Great Dane is uh, apt. Good job, Eric. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, the, the goblin uh, just runs right up. This man's wearing overalls, just climbs up over him, gets onto the bar, and is uh, just pouring drinks. I guess uh, we will we will look into or I will look into uh, ask asking about food and drink and also uh, if there's a like a landing pad nearby. Uh, okay, let me just describe the the, the building you're in. Uh, the warm glow of lights in here. Uh, the warm glow of lights around the bar. It's a technological setting. What? <coughs> I should not write when I'm half asleep. Uh, so the bar you're in, it's, uh, everything has a nice warm glow to it, but you can tell that these are all uh, modern sci-fi techie lights that just turn down to a nice yellow gold glow. Uh, outside, you can hear the thunder of the storm just rolling in and pounding against this uh, little village. And uh, occasionally the power fluctuates in here and the lights kind of flicker dim, but no one at the bar really reacts so clearly this is a uh, a common thing here but uh, as you walk by uh the goblin finishes pouring drinks hops down walks up to you he's got a stack of menus in hands and he hands them to the four of you table or booth i don't fit into booths so well darling table it is away from the bar uh, in the center of the structure in the middle of the floor is a large fire pit blazing and around it are uh, four equidistant tables and these uh these have high chair not high chairs but these have <laughs> tall chairs <laughs> the goblin needs a high chair 
you need tall chairs, but around this table, it's a uh, very tall chairs. <laughs> They're up. They would definitely accommodate your size, Rhapsody. She'll go over and sit down. Okay. And uh, the goblin will stay on the ground as, after he passes up the menus, and he's going to uh, wave his hand at the bar, and uh, flowing through the air comes a tray with uh, a jug of water and four glasses. Uh, take a moment. Tell me what you want. I'll be right back. And he's got to scamper back because uh, he heard retching coming from across the room. Uh, I'll peruse the menu. Okay. Uh, standard fare. Uh, it does say at the top, the Pixie Arms. And in uh, small parentheses, all items crafted with a Mark II culinary synthesizer. You get what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine mine is probably worse, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Addie, uh, propping herself onto a chair, too. Good call. Without the booth, I don't know if my knees would even get under those tables. <laughs> yeah, it's something I'm used to. The food here isn't terrible, just don't expect fine cuisine. Well... If uh, you've been here and before and know what's good, then perhaps we should just let you order. Fine enough. Uh, the ranchers nearby have a have a cut of meat that I particularly find tasty, and the greens here are all grown locally. Everything else, unfortunately, is just synthesized. So, unless you want to basically have hot trail rations, I suggest just a meat and a veg. Works for me. Yes, it's uh, been a few days since I've had a good meal. Meat and veg sounds uh, like a good plan. Okay, a moment later, uh, Jax uh, stomps up, grumpy. I had to throw those two out, but if you want to sit at the bar, you can, but you guys look pretty cozy here. What'll it be? Looks like we're going with meat and veg. Uh, could I get some synthesized uh, curry paste, too? Curry paste, got it. Meat and veg. Uh, four? Yes, darling. And while you're here, uh, we're going to need rooms for the night and, uh, if possible, a hot bath. Oh, of course, yes, yes. Uh, plenty of rooms, not a... Everyone here doesn't live here. They. It's just one of the few spots to come to, but yeah, we got rooms, uh... It'd be two creds a night for the efficiency apartments or uh, where you'll be doubled up for bed. So we got a suite if you'd like to have your own private spot. I'm fine. Do you happen to have a landing pad anywhere nearby? Uh, landing pad? No, we're just a simple village. If, if you need docking, you could just park outside the walls. But the, the sit, people here don't really like starships in city limits. Uh, you missed what you say? Fair enough. I'm fine either way with the rooms. It's what everybody else wants to do. And the goblin's just uh, looking. Yeah. Do y'all want private rooms? Do you want to share? What do y'all want to do? So in case my voice completely uh, fucked up there, uh, rooms, uh, the efficiency rooms are two credits a night per room. Uh, it's just simple bed, two beds in each. Um, but there is a suite where it'd be five creds a night. And there's uh, each, every one of you would get your own private room and bath. And uh, Jax is just looking up face to face. 
uh, to each of your faces. <laughs> he's not in your face. He's looking to each of your faces uh, for uh, uh, <laughs> confirmation. References, boys. Efficiency is fine with me. Uh, same. I was going to stay in my ship. Don't be like that often. My, my beds are fine. Well, I need to get something. If, if the boys are going to share a room, Addy, do you want to share a room with me? Yes, that would be fine. And the rooms are, the beds are comfortable, Akim. They, they're just smaller. It wasn't that. I just have some things I needed to grab and work on. Well, don't be caught alone outside city walls overnight. The, the Rhinonecks come through here on their way to Kamora. Well, then I guess it wouldn't hurt to stop them. Jax pipes up. Oh, we got early detection services. If you need, if if you're able to combat those those freaks, you'll, you'll hear the alarm. Now look at Propsy. See? Well, do what you want, darling. I'm not your mother. I'll come back to sleep, but I do have some stuff to work on. You need to unload those parts. Ah, parts? Are you merchants? Uh, this one is, and I point at Russia. Merchants is a good description. Oh, well, everything's closed for the night, but if uh, if you got wares, we got credits. See, you can take care of all of it tomorrow. I think I've got a few things to sell. That's fair. It's been a long day. Righto! And he'll dig out of his apron uh, key cards. Ah, for the missus! And for the misters. Um, Rhapsody will swipe over credits to him for the rooms and the food, whatever that total comes to. Uh, it'll be another two credits per well. Yeah, she's just gonna pay for everybody's room and and dinner. Food and drink, meal, common, three each. So twelve. Plus four, six, uh, be 16 credits for the meals and the beds for tonight. All right, so she will hand that over or swipe it over anyhow. Yep. Uh, cheers. And he's going to run back uh, and a couple minutes later. He's going to bring out uh, steaming hunks of uh, meat flesh. Very nice uh, array of veg. There's bitter greens. There's root vegetables. And uh, he's going to bring out, uh, holding above his head like it's a trophy, he's going to make his way through the crowded bar and bring you uh, your curry paste, Akin. Thanks. I'm just going to spread it all over the meat. <laughs> well, flag me down if you need me. And he's going to run back over, climb <laughs> climb up that dramata again, get back on the bar and start slinging drinks. And uh, the, the roars from the, the crowd watching the vid screens behind the bar uh, kind of envelop you as you all enjoy a nice meal together. And like, for um, like situations like this for eating in public, the way uh, Akim's mask, it'll like extend forward so that there's space where you can put Very nice. Under it. Okay, yeah, because as a reminder, as a Kasatha, you don't reveal your face whole. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, you guys are uh, largely left alone for the next little bit. Uh, there's around the side of the bar or around the inside of the bar in the booths, there's a uh, families largely uh, holed up there all enjoying a meal as well. Uh, the rowdiness of the Brutaris match continues. 
and uh, occasionally the power inside just kind of waxes and wanes <laughs> as uh, the thunder and lightning crash around you. Are they throwing the groblin out the window on a regular basis, or? Uh, he hasn't been thrown out in a little bit. He seems to be a little quicker on the drinks now. But uh, you, you can definitely see him flinch whenever someone reaches a little too uh, cavalierly across the bar for him. Uh, just like, since, since we're not doing anything intensive at the moment, like I'll spend my, effectively spend my time while eating, like trying to fix the window. <laughs> Oh, uh, he, he casted uh, a spell on the window as soon as he walked out. And uh, oh, okay. I don't feel like you even need to do a perception check. Uh, give me a perception check so we have some dice rolling in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's what intelligence checks are for, Don. Oh, yeah. Intelligence checks, everyone. <laughs> huh. That's how it feels. Well, 12? <clears throat> I got a 10. Oh, I do. I got a 22. Look okay. at you being smart. Jeez, okay. Uh, Addie got an 11. So uh, with that intelligence check, uh, Addie didn't really need to do that. She already knew. Uh, judging by the spells used, Psychokinetic Hand and Mending, you can deduce with your uh, massive intelligence is that uh, he is a Technomancer, at least a level one. So yeah, he when, when, the last episode, when he got thrown out, he immediately hopped up wiped some of the mud off and uh, casted mending on the glass and it repaired itself immediately. Well, now we know that Brasha is the smart one. <laughs> yes. Yep. That's, that's for sure. I have a 10 oh. intelligence. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep that information in the back of my head. Okay. And the meal goes by uh, without yeah. incident. Rhapsody Good. is wanting to eat and get to her room and have her bath and clean her armor. Okay. She's gonna uh, be having nasty armor. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you, you, and I will say you are all now caked with mud. The, the, the general wear and tear of uh, riding uh, two days, with breaks, of course, but uh, for riding two days in this uh, area and then having to trudge through this very muddy village. Yes, you are looking uh, a little worse for wear. So yeah, uh, unless the boys have anything. Uh, Occam will go back out to the um, stables uh, calm up to Karina tell her to land outside the, uh, the village give her like a general designation of where I uh, and start loading stuff off of the um, gear that we were carrying with the animals into the ship okay yeah uh, before she... returning okay yeah she uh, she'll land outside town you load it up no problem Akim. <laughs> How does the travel greet It has been some time. And it would be better if, if uh, the animals weren't such assholes, but uh, run into Brasha. Oh, Brasha is here. Yes, he's here. He is not causing any trouble, is he? Like last time? Uh, not for us. Well, I guess I should tell you, since I'm here, you have funds added to your account. Oh, wonderful. Now, uh, How much? Yes. Uh, the amount Occam is receiving right now is we did the roll off. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll honor uh, the roll <laughs> in a moment. Uh, give me a profession check as uh, 
uh, Karina uploads the amount of credits that you've earned for your weekly wages. That's one lower, 16. Okay. Uh, doubled is the roll. Is, so you get 32 credits this week. I was really hoping you rolled higher. Uh, you get 32 credits this week. And uh, uh, going forward once a week on um, fourth day, I will uh, have you roll uh, a, a new check to see how much credit how much credit you got. So, yeah, it's just the way the system works. You now have 34 more credits in your account. All right. Unfortunately, our last client neglected to leave a tip. Would you like me to send an invoice to all the things you had done for him? No, it's fine. Very well. If there is nothing else, I shall return to Kamora. Now, uh, <clears throat> go ahead and take a high-altitude uh, geosynchronous orbit. Uh, I'm going to need you pretty soon, so I don't want you spending most of your time flying back and forth. Very well, Akim. You have a pleasant evening. Do tell Brasha I say hello. I'll do that. And watch out for the lightning. Always, Akim. And uh, door will board up. Hiss. Lift off. And uh, you see uh, Karina, or you see the skull and tones, rather, uh, jet off to the upper atmosphere. So, return back and tell Brasha. Karina says hi. In a tone of voice. Brasha will smirk <laughs> and um, continue slowly eating his food. He's savoring this. Oh, damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah. With, with, with the, the, the thing in the chat, can I make a perception for Kale? Um, sure. And I will roll a uh, d100 to see if Kale is indeed... Creeping around the uh that was pretty good. Perception is plus four. Twenty-one. Uh no, you don't see uh you don't you don't hear or see uh any sign of uh KO on your way back to uh the pixie arms from the ship. You 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 feel with that mm. perception, uh the storm and the and the wetness uh probably gonna be still hold up in the Skull and Tones uh, cockpit. Cool beans. And so to bed, unless there's other stuff. Uh, it's up to you. Uh, Brasha's back uh, eating. You exchange pleasantries and just he's savoring uh, another meal not incarcerated. I will say, uh, Eddie uh, finished her meal with uh, very little ceremony. She just getting the food in herself, and she'll uh, go up to the bedroom and uh, uh, start winding down for the night, uh, removing the the gnarled panels of her uh, heavy armor, stowing them away in a little trunk at the foot of the bed, and she'll start her nightly ablutions. Yeah, Rhapsody just, like, she just eats... And goes straight up. Her her first priority is cleaning that armor. Mm -hmm. uh, she's not allowed to have it caked with mud and stuff of that nature. Okay, and then, then uh, I will say. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, this is just then after that she'll take her bath and get ready for bed. 
Okay. And I was just going to say that uh, while you were uh, scouring and scrubbing your armor, uh, Addie took the shower before you. And uh, as she gets out, as you're finishing up, she's just steam is rolling off of her as she's uh, toweling off her hair. And uh, she'll get into a, a simple uh, tunic and pants set. Sure. <laughs> and uh, she will uh, she will start to get comfortable in uh, in her bed. Yeah. Uh, once the armor's clean, she'll get cleaned up. Uh, Rhapsody kind of sleeps in and like basically is kind of like a pair of boxers and a t-shirt. Sure. She she doesn't she doesn't do all fancy night clothes or anything like that. No uh, sword and shield negligee or anything like that. No, no. <laughs> I mean, like if somebody wants to buy her one, she'll wear it. But <laughs> okay. Uh, very nice. Yeah, uh, uh, Addie's already uh, in her bed, just sitting up with a data pad, just checking things off as uh, as you come out of the shower. And um, of course, I'm eating. Uh, so she does her prayers before bed. Oh, of course. Do you have a prayer? Uh, I don't have a sheet in front of me right okay, now. Okay, no, no, you, no, you don't have to. No, I just since you said I wanted to make sure I left yeah. you time for that. Uh, the praying does it help with the nightmares uh it's more of an obedience i guess you would say well if if you are plagued and i see you struggling to sleep i i will comfort you again just do not hesitate to wake me if you need to talk what i need to do is figure out how to move on from it so lesson we all have to learn. You may be partially Oh, I don't want to be offensive and say uh inorganic. Yeah, yeah, inorganic isn't offensive. You may be partially inorganic, but your soul is real. You are a real life person. You can't just switch things off. That's what really separates us from the machines we use. That is true. But uh it also means I don't forget things. So it is, I guess, in some ways, more difficult to let go of them. Of course. How long has it been since the events happened? What did we decide, about six months? Uh, weeks. I think it was six weeks. Oh, six right? weeks. Okay, so yeah, it hadn't been very long. So yeah, just, just a matter of weeks. It's. I didn't take much time off. I... I needed to be back in the field. Well, I, for one, am glad to see you in the field. You are you are a formidable woman, Rhapsody. You shouldn't be secreted away to ruminate over past traumas, past nightmares. Uh, I think I am lucky in the, that respect. Uh, as a knight errant, I have a bit more freedom than the normal rank and file. So, and uh, Addie doesn't really have a whole lot more to add to that, so she'll uh, just smile at that. Well, I will see you in the morning if I don't see you sooner. Sleep well, Rhapsody, and sweet dreams. You too, darling. What are the boys doing? Oh. Uh. 
after uh, letting Brasha know uh, while he's still eating that uh, <clears throat> Karina said hi in not the friendliest of tones, <laughs> uh, he'll go up to the room. He's going to have brought a few of the um, like robot and computer parts with him uh, that were a little less than pristine. And, and so he's going to be picking them apart and fixing them, uh, just fiddling around. Okay. Uh, do, do you take care to uh, uh, remove your armor and make it all nice and spiffy? We, we've kind of, I've joked uh, a little bit about you looking like a Daft Punk. Uh, no, is that the, yeah, Daft Punk performer? Yeah. Are you, is, is Akim um, equally uh, as concerned about the appearance of his outer armor? Uh, I think, like, his helmet and any of his electronic parts is, you know, his uh, uh, sonic fist and all that. He makes sure are nice and clean. Uh, the armor, I think he just kind of gives it, like, a rinse, mm-hmm. basically. If it's still a little grungy, he's not horribly concerned uh, because he's just going to go walk through some more mud. Uh, <laughs> but um, particulate and mud and stuff is not good for electronics. Absolutely. As ipx like four thousand that they may be but uh um so he'll he'll make sure to take care of his actual gear uh the armor is more like uh i'll just get the really nasty shit off Mm -hmm. and and it'll be fine okay and uh having a an actual like hydro bath as opposed to like dry bathing uh He'll enjoy that for a bit. Okay. Um. Uh. Actually, I kind of have a fun thing for that. In uh, Star Wars, in the Millennium Falcon, there is a just outside the cockpit. There is a series of uh luminescent green rings along the walls. Those are actually uh, sonic scrubbers. Little little Star Wars fact for you guys this episode. Uh. So I, I wonder, uh, does Akim being who he is? Does he have? Does he usually tend to take sonic showers, or does he like uh, uh, complete? I, I think that's what he's got, like on the ship. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but it's definitely a different experience. Uh, so he'll he'll take what they have in terms of the, because uh, I imagine a lot of terrestrial places still use liquid baths. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, especially this one. Uh, as you were walking through the village, this uh, this this village. Uh, has all the amenities it seemed of a technologically advanced society, but the uh, the ambiance, the uh, affectations of the buildings, the wooden walls around—they're really going for a more uh, homespun, rustic uh, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they do have uh, very hot showers within each of the rooms, and uh, you are scrubbed down, squeaky clean. You're bald, aren't you? Yeah, I don't I don't think okay. Kasatha grow hair. Yeah, I don't think they are. Either. I just, I was just thinking, like you, you scrubbing your uh, your cone head. <laughs> it's more like long beetle shaped head. You know what? It's your race. Okay. I won't. I won't. <laughs> I won't cast human aspersions. <laughs> uh, what about Brasha? Does uh, does Brasha? Uh, how does Brasha groom? Let's get this. Let's get this hammered out. Um, like a people's, like a people. Um, yeah, he'll he'll take a nice long shower. Okay. Um, if there's like stuff on his face, he might do the like lick the thumb and rub it out. 
but for actual like grooming he he enjoys baths if they have it but showers are fine and uh he'll he'll actually scrub his armor pretty clean oh yeah he's taking special care yeah not quite as much as rhapsody but um yeah he he makes sure that it's kind of you know nice looking Mm -hmm. Uh, Because generally, the cleaner you look, the more or the higher people think of you, and the higher people think of you, the easier it is to push off goods on them. (laughs) All right, very nice. Uh, Does uh, Brasha and Occam? I guess I should get figure this out too. You got nice jammies. (laughs) Jesus Christ! (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, you broke Sean. Twenty gallon hat. Um, Oh, jeez. I'm saving that. I I think. um, I think uh, Occam's is kind of just like, uh, more or less a skin tight sort of like harness suit, uh, sort of thing. He spends most of his time in low to zero gravity, so uh, he's got. His utility clothes essentially are are very much set towards something that'll function in that environment. You say harness. When I hear harness, I think straps. Oh, like it would be. Um, uh, it's not. It's not like full skin covering. It would be kind of like um, flowy. No, it's tight. Form okay, so form fitting. Okay, I, yeah, gotcha. I, I'm, yeah. I'm getting this image of a cat suit with a harness on it. <laughs> not not quite. Okay. Um, like I, like because in a zero gravity environment, mm-hmm. if you don't completely just strap yourself in, it might have like connection points to keep you from floating around when you're sleeping. Oh, okay, is what I was thinking. Very nice. Okay, cool. Like they're probably like Velcro or something. Or something oh God. Or, <laughs> or like magnetic little clip okay I, I like that i like the little magnetic bits yeah i think of it like uh, uh i've been seeing more and more curtains are kind of like that where you know they'll have magnetic clasps to them so no that's that's nice not silky or anything just kind of fabric no um uh yeah kind of just like a a slightly stretchy not quite lycra but similar fabric okay uh and brasha um Brasha wears really loose, fuzzy pajama pants. Very nice. What print? We need to know what prints on them. Um, it probably looks a lot like his, um, his fur print. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear what you said, Sean. Snow he leopard. said snow leopard. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay, no, that's nice. You guys, okay, so you bed down. The rooms are comfortable. It's uh, uh, the 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 storms are still pounding outside your windows. The rain is uh, slamming, not slamming. The the, the rain is falling uh, hard against the glass. And uh, as the night goes on, uh, the rain shifts to snowflakes, and uh, the whole outside kind of ice is over you. If uh, any of you get up for a drink of water in the middle of the night, you'll see that you're uh. Your windows are all completely frosted over with a thick frost, uh, thick layer of ice. And, um, sorry, go ahead. 
like I feel like Occam's actually kind of bothered by the noise uh, once again due to his usual environment. Mm-hmm. So he'll take the Karina gun and kind of just sit it by the window and set it to auto process invert wave. Oh, nice! And yeah. it just cancels out the sound. Your 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 death machine is a white noise generator. Effectively. Very nice. Okay. Uh, and I don't really know how uh, you want to do this, Tracy, but do you want to roll percentage chance for nightmares or do you kind of want to just flavor it yourself? I'll leave the decision to you. I'll honor whatever you feel is. Uh... Oh, no, no, like Rhapsody really likes this girl. So like mm-hmm. she'll lay there for a while and stare at the ceiling and then she'll just go crawl in bed with her. <laughs> Very nice. Like she, uh, She's not shy. Don is. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> so, okay, yeah, you spend a little bit of time, you just... Very little pretense, climb under their blanket with her. She, uh, she, she passed right the hell out. Um, but, uh, she, she'll, uh... I can wake uh, her up. Trust me. I, I believe you. Uh, I'm glad this isn't a stream. Uh, <laughs> so long as you don't wake Brasha up. <laughs> so, yeah, she'll, she'll, uh, she'll, you know contour to your movements and uh, wrap around you and you know like any sleeping couple throughout the night if you if you need to switch positions to to uh, get comfortable she'll just go with it so she'll uh so she'll pass the night too the same way she's uh i think she likes you as well she's uh doesn't think anything less of it or doesn't think anything more of it just uh enjoying the comfort of another body next to hers as well Rasha. How you sleeping, buddy? Are you going to crawl in bed with Occam? He's got that awesome harness um, and everything, you know. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it's not Velcro so it doesn't get stuck to my fur. <laughs> no, um... no, it only gets stuck to your nipple piercings. <laughs> oh, that's worse. Does he have six nipples? <laughs> We're not doing. We're not. We don't have to do that. We don't have to do that. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't want that answer anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> um, Brush is a light sleeper. Uh huh. Um, so he probably kind of wakes up when, uh, Occam, like gets up and sets up his little noise generator, <laughs> but he's not necessarily bothered by it. Like he's just kind of trained to. He's used to being on his own, and if there's someone else moving, it's not necessarily a good thing. Mm-hmm. So he kind of like wakes up and then is like, "Oh, okay," and curls back up. Okay. Uh, does Brasha sleep with a weapon? Um, <clears throat> he probably keeps one of his knives with him. Okay, under the pillow type thing, under the mattress. Um. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Uh, and he sleeps pretty well. He's uh, and I I keep I keep making a little jokes, but you uh, in a in an alternate timeline, you would be uh, headed to an Abadar court uh, to be processed and uh, most definitely hauled off in chains of some sort. Uh, so this is another free night for you, relatively. Yeah, and he he doesn't necessarily dwell too much on what might have been. Okay. He's more focused on what's happening now. 
Okay, so uh, the rest of the night goes. Uh, the thunder and lightning does stop eventually as this uh, rainstorm turns into a, a snowstorm. And uh, towards first light, the, the, the sun starts to rise. Uh, the Brasha, you probably wake up uh, the most easily since uh, Rhapsody and Addy are uh, snuggled as... I was gonna say snug as a bug in a rug, but neither of them are Sheerans. Uh, they are they are sleeping comfortably. They probably don't want to get up just yet. And Occam's lulled to sleep probably a little deeper uh, with his white noise generator. But you being the light sleeper, you do start to hear towards the start of the day as the light starts to, as the sky starts to brighten outside your window, you start to hear the the shuffling around of the uh, other occupants of this inn. Um. Yeah, um, I'll kind of take some time, brush my fur down, and um, kind of gear up and uh, exit the room and head down to breakfast. I'm not gonna wake up Occam if he's if he's sleeping deeply. Uh, Occam, he's uh, shuffling around. Uh, I feel like unless he comes over to like my side of the room, like the gun would probably just start. Like kind of canceling out the noise. Oh, nice. So, okay. uh, he he's because uh, he set it by the window because that's where most of the sound was coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just gonna take whatever sound comes into it and invert the wave so that it cancels it out. Uh, but if if he comes over closer, he'll probably wake up. But if he stays on his side of the room, he'll probably just just still be laying there. Probably spread out a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, he's not going to come to your he, side of the room. He's not sure he even wants to share a room with the man in the gimp suit. <laughs> not a gimp suit. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's not leather or shiny or latex <laughs> or or um, PVC. We are not here to judge. Yes, we are, but uh, we are just not, <laughs> we are just telling a story. So. <laughs> and yeah, the, the kind of laying sprawled out. Uh, I imagine you you were saying before how uh, Akim tends to live in a zero grav environment. Just just naturally, just kind of things just sprawl out. So that makes sense to me. That's good. Yeah. So uh, he'll he'll um, a- after a little while, like his helmet will start uh, beeping and. Uh, He'll, he'll go over and push a button on the side, roll over five minutes later. He'll actually get up. Oh, nice. Just one snooze? The second alarm. Yeah. <laughs> just, just just one snooze because the, the second one has like one of those puzzle lock things. That oh, you man. Have to get up and fucking deal with. <laughs> that was three weeks of my life. I'll never get back. That was madness waking up trying to stop those puzzle locks. Oh, my God. Uh, drove me insane. So, okay, that's nice. So, yeah, the, the early morning starts to go away to uh, morning proper, and you're up, you gear up, and you head down for breakfast? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the girls doing? Uh, well, when Rhapsody wakes up, the first thing she always does is her morning prayers. Okay. Uh, hour-long prayers? Is that is that accurate, or is that Pathfinder? Well, like, I'm not actually a class where I have spells to prepare or anything like that oh, of course. yet. Uh, that may become a thing at some point, but uh, mm-hmm. right now it's just it's just ritual. 
uh, okay. that her prayers before she dons her armor. Okay, yeah, you you slip out of bed. Uh, Addie uh, is a heavy sleeper. She's not snoring heavily or anything, but uh, just a rock. And uh, unless, like, you know, she, whenever you would move, she would move with you. Uh, so, yeah, you are up. Uh, you do your prayers. I think in the middle of your prayer, she will wake up when she starts to feel the warmth of the bed start to fade. And she'll roll over and see you finishing up your prayers. Yeah, and then, like, Rhapsody is full gear before she goes downstairs, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Addie will uh, follow your lead as well. There's no point in, uh, uh, if you stay prepared, you don't have to get prepared sort of thing. So, yeah, she starts uh, putting together her gear, uh, putting the uh, Kyoko or plating armor uh, back on, stowing away her sleep clothes and uh, holsters. She doesn't have a ranged weapon. <laughs> She's the, the the net and the weapon are a little more uh, packed away in town, but she does have them all at the ready. How did you sleep? Mm, better next to you. Very good. I'm glad I could help. Uh, I wasn't woken at all. Did you dream well? Yeah, I I didn't have any horrific nightmares. That's great. That's that's lovely. Uh, shall we have something to eat before we head back out? It looks like we had another snowstorm. Yes, uh, breakfast would be ideal. Uh, extra calories for the road. Absolutely. We're going to need to move swiftly if we want to escape this, uh, this cold. Uh, once we get into the jungle, I should warn you, that armor you wear, uh, it's going to be a little stifling within the jungles. Uh, I, I've got ways to compensate for that. Oh, okay, great. Uh, Addie will say, uh, well, that's good. It's This armor, it, it breathes a little better than yours, I was thinking, but if, if you have ways to compensate for it, then it should be no trouble. Oh, let's, uh, let's hope the boys have appropriate gear as well. She'll chuckle at that, and, uh, yeah, I imagine uh, Akim will be sweating quite profusely if he wears that helmet all the way through. Well, he has no choice but to keep his face covered. Oh, I mean the top part of his head. Yeah, there's a lot of that. There is a lot. <laughs> She'll chuckle at that and uh, exit the room. Uh, she made she made uh, the effort to uh, make up the bed again and uh, tidied everything up on the way out as she uh, uh, goes down the stairs and sees Brasha. What kind of what kind of breakfast is uh, Brasha eating? Mm, probably something like sausage and eggs. Very nice. Okay. Uh, at the bar, uh, uh, Rhapsody, you see uh, behind the bar, Jax is uh, still at work, but his his face is droopy. He's uh, he only moves when he, he hears people uh, say anything directed to him. Other than that, he just kind of. Very droopy, sagging way down. <laughs> and you and uh, you and Addie uh, uh, can take your place anywhere because there's uh, no one really in the bar anymore. It's just you and Jax and Brasha. I imagine we'd go sit near Brasha. Okay. Are you going to order a breakfast? Uh, yeah. Probably high carbs. Something with lots of carbs in it. Okay. What's a high carb breakfast thing? Because now all I can think about is sausage and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> 
sausage and biscuits. Okay. That sounds that sounds uh, uh, amazing also, yeah, but also uh, very uh, in keeping with uh, uh, Rhapsody's uh, penchant for uh, preferring home style yeah, bis- cooking. Yeah, biscuits and sausage gravy, dude. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> I was looking at biscuits before I left work today. I'm a fool. Uh, <laughs> Don't make no canned biscuits for it, Don. Oh, no, 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 no. This is the bakery. The bakery okay. makes biscuits. And yeah, I was going to get those because they were still hot. But I'm like, no, I got plenty of bullshit here. So, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Akim, uh, you are the last to join the uh, the, the breakfast party. How are, uh, how are you feeling today? You're all armored up as well? Yeah. he. I feel like he's a little uh, generally sluggish in the morning. He'll go order some, uh, like pepper beef udon or something like that with extra spice and uh some not coffee but something with a shit ton of caffeine in it uh yeah there there's caffeinated beverages uh i do have to wonder though if you're maybe a little more sluggish in the morning because uh your heart or hearts have to pump that much more blood to your other limbs to get them going in the day (laughs) maybe i don't know it's just a fun little thing. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> like he he's not um like a, a low gravity person. Like he was raised in a gravity area mm-hmm. and, and grew up there and he visits them regularly, but he, he does spend a lot of time either with the uh generators on his ship turned off or similar such things. Okay. Or on astronomical low gravity. Okay, that yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's not difficult for you, and I'm not going to impose any penalties if that's what you were trying to avoid. But uh, also, it's just it's a, it's another layer to Akim, which I, I really like. And the the joke was more about you having extra arms to have to pump blood to. But uh, uh, I would imagine that the Kasatha circulatory system would be adapted to that. Sure. Yeah. To be fair. Okay. So yeah, you are having your uh, spicy ass breakfast. Uh, Addy, Addy's going to kind of pick at Rhapsody's plate before she just orders her own. <laughs> Basically the same thing. And uh, and uh, Brasha's enjoying his uh, eggs. And uh, these eggs are uh, really, really golden yellow yolks. Did you gentlemen sleep well? And once I cancel out the rain. You dislike the rain? It's noisy. Says the guy who uses noise to make his living. I don't <laughs> exactly bless the radio while I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> What about you, Brasha? I slept well. Uh, no complaints. How about you, ladies? Uh, slept well. But uh, Ari did raise uh, a concern about the temperatures in the jungle. So if y'all uh, have gear that are prepared for them. Is it going to get hotter or colder? I mean, I imagine jungle other, but eh, who knows how the flora has gone in some places. Uh, Addy will pipe up at this. Uh, the the canopy catches all of the same weather that we do, but it's still a jungle. So uh, a ways down from the canopy, there will be a, a thick fog layer that doesn't really leave until summer hits. But then that creates a bit of a, a heat blanket of sorts. And it traps all the humidity and warmth below. So you're going to want to have some sort of uh, your armors, of course, (laughs) 
she's getting a little meta here, uh, all have environmental protections that you can activate, and they last for one day per level of armor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there are uh, warm environment clothing you can wear over your light armor to help uh, combat this. Uh, I will say, though, Akim, your helmet may get a little stifling for you. Eh, I can always take it off for a while, put it back on if I need it. <clears throat> and besides, I do have some uh, uh, lighter clothes. I don't need uh, to wear these furs and whatnot. Uh, very good. <laughs> Rasha, were you going to say something? <laughs> I was <laughs> laughing at uh, my mental image of Rasha's face when he uh, <laughs> Occam suggests taking off the furs. <laughs> <laughs> Just this, this split second of like super confusion and then like, oh yeah. <laughs> Most people don't just have her. <laughs> of course, we might have to shave brush. Uh, I don't think that'll be necessary, Akin. <laughs> there are, uh, if you'll excuse the expression, Brasha, jungle cats. <laughs> they do just fine. I was just being a smartass. Uh, you know, Akim... If I do shave my furs down, perhaps you can get me one of those fancy helmets so I can hide my face, too. Well, it might make you look a bit better. <laughs> it does wonders for you, friend. As if you'd know. <laughs> Addie's watching the, the pair of you uh, going off on this. Uh, so... Uh, what are we doing today? Uh, do you want to head right out? Is there business you want to attend to while we're in civilization? This may be the last stop before we're uh, embroiled in whatever the, the jungles have for us. I think Occam had some things he wanted to sell. There's some leftover parts from our salvage, as well as I want to use some of those parts that I got to upgrade. Karina, especially with these storms here, interference is getting worse. Uh, very well, yes, there are there are shops aplenty here. Um, what about you, Brasha Rhapsody? Do you have business to attend to as well? I have some equipment to pick up, but uh, I'll be ready by the end of the day. Probably midday if we want to head out. Uh, Any time after that, I'll be ready. I suppose we'll just leave whenever Occam is ready. So yeah, he would he would go. He'd sell some of the equipment mm -hmm. that uh, that we got, like the batons and uh, whatnot. Mm -hmm. And and I'm <clears throat> gonna say like uh, we did all this before we recorded. Um, so I'm just, this time anyway. I'm just gonna kind of hand wave all the uh, the, the bartering, the the uh, excellent role play at the shops. Just gonna have to wait till uh, next time. Uh, for now, though, I just want to, you know, get you guys uh, all squared away. Uh, Akim, you, you you get rid of everything that you wanted to. Uh, did you pick up any gear of any kind? Uh, I did um, happen across some place that offered uh, um, 
cybernetic enhancements. Okay. And uh, I, I got a, a data jack installed. So now I can uh, hook computers into my neural system. Okay. Uh, and while you do me the quick favor of looking up to see how long uh, implantation takes, uh, Brasha, tell me about your business. What do you get uh, taken care of? Um, I just pawn off some of the junk that I've been carrying around mm -hmm. and I uh, pick up a new pistol for myself, uh, a rotating pistol, and a, uh, I, I pick up a plasma kukri as well so that I can kind of have a, a knife and a gun for every situation. <laughs> All right, very cool. Uh, so uh, plasma kukri, kukri is the, uh, the kind of Basically, short sword with a thirty-degree angle in it. Is that is that about right? Or like a jungle machete? Is that a kukri? It's been a while for me. Basically, okay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so this will be a plasma one. So uh, it's going to be a, an energy weapon. So yeah, you have this uh, kind of dull red, crackling with electricity, glowing blade that you uh, now have strapped to your hip, um, and you unloaded some of the 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 loot that you gathered. Uh, I know you guys were uh, splitting the uh, serums, the batteries. Uh, some of you needed those. Uh, Addy's just kind of following along, pointing out uh, different... Uh, there's not a whole lot to this town. There's not uh, sightseeing really to be had. There, they even have a, a an analog well that is in a, a center courtyard outside of the inn. Um, Rhapsody, what sort of uh, business do you have to attend to? She today. doesn't really have any business to attend to. She is uh, just ready to, you know, find the bad guy and, you know, hit him in the head with the sword. Okay. Uh, you you left the, the looting really to the boys. Is there uh, anything that you wanted to purchase or any upgrades or anything you were going to take care of? Uh, she did get the shield upgrade. So that's, oh, that's right. what we talked uh, about, the thermal regulator. Yes. So yes, with that thermal regulator uh, installed in your armor, and it, I should say it doesn't affect the appearance of it at all. It's still uh, gold gleaming and extremely powerful uh, and hard. Uh, so now uh, surrounding you, the uh, the effects of the temperatures around you, it can do one or the other. It cannot do both. Uh, so right now, this, this kind of wintry setting, as you guys are trudging through the snow, there's not nice uh, uh, drone fleets going around cleaning the snow like you saw in Kimura. This was a proper snowfall. Uh, you guys are kind of crunching along this uh, icy, snowy uh, streets of this little village. And uh, yeah, you uh, you don't feel any of the effects of the temperature right now because that thermal regulator uh, reduces the, not penalty, but the level of weather, the weather, the level of temperature to two degrees. So in this uh, mild cold, it's close to severe cold, it feels almost room temperature to you. So, yeah, you have this fully installed. This will uh, really come in handy uh, once you get into the jungles, but this will start to consume battery usage as you have it activated. Okay. Uh, and I think that was the remainder of the gear, right? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. And, uh, uh, Sean, thank you. Uh, one hour per level of the augmentation, so it took you two hours to... Uh, have this data jack installed into your head by a particularly unbusy uh, uh, red-skinned Akatonian in a 
shop. Uh, this town doesn't have a, it's not technophobic, but this is not the, the high tech futuristic city that uh Kimura was, or uh, uh, even Absalom station would be. So uh, this person was more than happy to have something uh, techie to do for a little bit. So he takes you, he takes care of you real quick and easy and you are uh, uh, ready to head back out. Unless there's uh, anything else before we head to the stables. Mm, uh, send uh, Karina back to Kamora. Oh, cool. Uh, I do want to get this on the recording. Yeah, uh, Tracy, uh, you just posted, the regulator consumes the attached armor's environmental protections, but at one quarter rate of having protections fully activated. So it's it doesn't like... It, it's just a, a power saver is kind of how it seems. That's how that's read, right? Uh, pretty much, but I, I think uh, it... Uh it works differently than the protections, I think, mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, pretty much. So it does what we said, but, at a, a more efficiently by doing it at one quarter of the rate, because it's a, a smaller, uh, system really. It's just a shield rather than an entire suit of armor. So no, that's, that's, uh, I think this would be four days per armor level. Yes. For her yep. of thermal protection. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Uh, if there's, uh, nothing else. You guys trudge through the snow again. By now, uh, it's about midday. The sun has uh, started to melt off some of it, but some of it definitely still hangs around. The drifts where the, the wind was uh, most powerful is still piled up. Uh, and it's it's kind of a quiet day. People went out to their stuff or they stayed in their homes against the cold. And you guys get back to the stables. Uh, your creatures were uh, all protected by a, a kind of a, a, a static feel that was uh turned on during the storm that i'm hand waving now uh i just realized i had a uh a, a lizard and a dinosaur in a snowstorm but um <laughs> this this stable master uh was more than prepared for uh, this sort of thing it's very common and uh, you get back up you have uh the beast ready to go akim there there is a horse a honest to goodness horse here if you would like to uh uh, rent this one. And Gokum looks at it. Thanks for a minute. He shakes his head. <laughs> Just like, I'm going to walk. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, Addy gets these uh, these animals moving around, gets the blood pumping, gets them running around this paddock, and uh, lashes all the, uh, the... lashes some gear to it, makes the saddles all prepped, tugs on them tightly, and uh, you guys are uh, free to mount up. Um, Akim will uh, put the eye rifle and Karina the gun on uh, one of the animals okay. because they are heavy. Okay, yeah, uh, just unnecessary burden. Just put them in those saddlebags. That's perfectly cool. Uh, so I rolled a nat 20 on my survival check to ride this animal <laughs> today. All right. So, yeah, you, uh, she, uh, uh, which one did you take, actually? Uh, I'd still be riding the one I've been on, uh, the, the lizard. The Shota. The Shota, yep. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, you get on. You guys, this is now uh, the kind of third day you've been going. Yeah, he's once my you buddy get on. Now. Yeah, yeah, uh, he just barrels out of the paddock, uh, leaps over the fence, and uh, charges out uh, out past the uh, city walls. Rasha? Um, I got a seven. <laughs> okay. Did you give yourself uh, you the plus five for having the saddle? 
I sure did. Oh no. <laughs> okay. So uh, you're on the Wally Pet today, and this one, uh, this one is itching to get back out. Uh, this thing loves the snow, loves it. Uh, the uh, the other two kind of dealt with the environmental protections of the little paddock area, but uh, this thing was uh, at the very edge of it, trying to get into the snow as much as possible. So you're on this thing, and it is it barely lets you get sat down when it just starts running up. It also uh, leaps right over the fence and uh, starts barreling out the city walls. But as soon as it gets into the largest uh, uh, snowbank, uh, it just barrels right into it like the Kool-Aid man with you right on him. <laughs> and this thing, it's running around, it's zooming through the, the, the snowbanks as uh, good as it can. And uh, I guess uh, full transparency, Addie's gonna roll survival check. 12, 17, plus 6, 23. She, uh, she's on the uh, Pachycephalosaurus, and while it's a little uneasy on this uh, slick in places, icy, snowy thing, it, it finds purchase, it digs, in with its, digs into the snow with its claws, and it starts going after uh, uh, Rhapsody. But you are uh, left a little bit behind uh, trying to uh, wrangle this thing <laughs> out of the snow, and it's just burying its head. It's it's, it's not rutting like a... It's like a cat a with a pile of catnip. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, my dog, uh, she loves the snow, so I'm kind of really drawing inspiration on this of what she does when we're in the snow. But yeah, this thing, it's its you are having a hell of a time. Uh, you can pull it away from a snowbank and then it'll just, you know, it'll acquiesce for a moment then just go straight into the next one. So you're having a bit of a time as uh, Rhapsody and uh, Addy uh, stomp across the snow uh, further away. How's Occam doing? Occam's fine. He's just... I think he stops and, like, tries to scare the woolly ped, like, forward. Like, trying to keep... Ha have Rasha keep up. Okay. So so you are waving your forearms trying to uh, herd this, uh, this uh, eight-legged woolly ped. <laughs> walrus caterpillar yeah so uh you know with now uh let, let's you know after a, a few minutes rhapsody and addy just are are gone they are they are they are uh charging uh fully south now but uh give me another survival check with a uh, plus two circumstance bonus for uh Occam's, uh actually let me see if Occam aids ah uh, uh give me an aid survival Can I do intimidate instead? Oh yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, yeah, you're an imposing figure. Uh, eleven. <laughs> okay, just barely. So yeah, uh, Brasha, give me that survival check with a plus two. Because I get plus zero survival and plus two intimidate. Sure. Uh, eight. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so uh, more of the same, but this time, uh, uh, it it gets down. You're still on it, so. You're able to. You're holding on. You're a. You're a strong fella, but uh, this thing, like it is now uh, on its belly, just dragging itself across the snow. Just give me, give me a reflex save as this thing. Uh, it keeps going, but then it starts to roll over and wants to uh, uh, just really bask in this. Yeah, it's not a. That's a thirteen. Okay, yeah, with a 13, you are able to uh, get clear. <laughs> you, uh, you you just jettison yourself from this animal as it's just uh, sprawled out in the snow, just 
breathing heavily, just vapor coming. It's panting, but it's it's just happy as hell as it's uh, just rough. It's like a literally like a cat and catnip dragging its body, its hooves digging in, just <laughs> having the time of its life. And uh, can I just after, like you go back and yes, yeah, I was just about to say after him up yeah. and and just drop him on the behind me on the uh, on this lizard. Yes. After a few minutes of this, uh, Eddie and Rhapsody, you are you are just having a great time. It, the the air is cold, but you are. It feels good to be moving again. Uh, and you you look. Actually, give me a perception check to see if you're uh, too en- enamored with uh, riding with Addie right now. All right. <laughs> yeah. So that is a 15. Okay, yes. Uh, after a few minutes of this, you and her are having a blast, but you do turn around and see that uh, no Occam, uh huffing and puffing behind you and uh, no sign at all of Rasha. Like, I don't know if, like, because... Like everybody from Texas will understand this, but I, but you ever seen them do the thing? Uh, it's called rescue race, where they have somebody wait at one end of the arena, and the rider comes barreling in on the horse and just reaches down with an arm and scoops them up and throws them on the back. Absolutely, Legolas did this. No, uh, Gimli. People did this to Legolas uh, a few times. So like, uh, in the like, Lord of the Rings that's, that's yeah. what Rhapsody's gonna turn and do is just scoop him up, okay. put him on the back of her mount. Okay. Uh, yeah, you do that. Uh, Addie turns around when she sees you peel off. You'll, she'll go back. Uh, uh, <laughs> give a sharp whistle to the Wally pet, and uh, like a like a hit dog, uh, it'll immediately stop uh, prancing around and uh, <laughs> just stay still. And she'll grab the reins of it and uh, start guiding it uh, south. You all right, Brasha? <clears throat> yes, this beast. Uh... A little over enamored by the weather, I think. Don't worry, I, I tired him out for the most part. <laughs> that is good. Occam comes up alongside and just like, see, I knew it wasn't me. <laughs> <coughs> yes, this was your mount before uh, you uh, you got wise and gave up on that. So yeah, uh, you guys are all uh, basically in a, in a sort of formation with uh, uh Eddie on the Pachycephalosaurus guiding the Wally Pet, uh, not terribly kindly either by the reins, as it's uh, as she's a little uh, maybe a little embarrassed by uh, the performance of her of her one of her steeds, one of her charges, and uh, she's got this thing and she's got it on a tight leash and just charging south. Uh, Rhapsody, you have uh, Rasha holding <laughs> onto you from behind. Uh, as you're on your show to lash you and uh Akim, you're just kind of huffing and puffing in the, the the snow i will say you have a little bit of a speed reduction just because there are parts where the snow will get thick but then it also kind of evens out yeah. where the wind has blown it kind of clear yeah that's fair yeah so it's midday bright sunny no clouds in the sky at all and uh as you're as you go throughout the day uh the, the the temperature kind of raises at a certain point and the ground gets mer, uh, marshy thick with vegetation and you are now on the outskirts the Yukore jungle you guys are uh, taking a moment to pause you have this this bank of trees this jungle has completely filled your vision and uh, I think we're going to leave it there as uh, next time you guys will enter the jungle 
guess I'm gonna have to title that Welcome to the Jungle, aren't I? Yes, yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, find out how uh, Akim, Brasha, Rhapsody, and Eddie Star deal with jungle travel with three large animals next time, Hexgrid Heroes.